Hello everyone, welcome back to the pod. I am one of your hosts, Jessica Durand. This week we are looking at Jamie Lee Curtis's filmography. If you've never tuned in to this podcast before, we take an actor each week and we look at their tip-top movie, according to the critics of Rotten Tomatoes, and then we look at their flippiest, their flop, the worst, the worst rated movie, according to the critics, of course. This week we delve into some very interesting movies. I will say there are some spoilers for Knives Out. It's a, a classic whodunit. If you haven't seen it and you don't want to know who done it, then skip the part where Hope explains the plot, I guess. Apart from that, enjoy the episode. We'll see you now. See you immediately now. Oh, hey. <laughs> How you doing? We're watching good movies and bad movies, because you know what this is. Tip-toes and flip But when I say we, who do I mean exactly? It's a great question, and of course I do mean... Welcome back. Okay, welcome. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, it is morning for neither of us. Nope. But, good morning. <laughs> but uh, I think it's always good to just wish wish a good morning, whether that be yeah. your next morning or your current morning. Or, I mean, just like, I hope that at some point you have a good morning. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, three years from now, but it, it'll happen. And that was because of my wish. Yeah. Mm. How are you, Jess? I've just been bitten on my neck yes. by a bug. <laughs> and I'd love I'd love nothing more than to tell you it's not obvious. Mm, but it is. Um, unfortunately, I, I can't do that for you today. But I would love to say it if I could. Mm. And I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's obvious. I yeah. can see it so clear. Yeah. <laughs> Even on this Skype call, <laughs> I can see it. How are you? I'm good. I am, uh, yeah, Pretty, pretty just like busy work week, but I was thrilled to make time to watch this movie that I got to watch this week. This but motion I'm picture. I mm. love the way you say motion picture. I've never used that term before, but now I can't There's stop using the, it. The great, the great comedian and podcaster June Diane Raphael, mm. she uses the phrase motion picture and it, it when I... I think I don't even remember the first time I heard her say it, but it, it was life changing. Mm. I was like, wow, this is an object. Yeah. This is a synonym that we don't yes. utilize. It is a motion yes. picture. So this is a podcast where Jessica and I watch an actor's highest rated, most beloved movie on Rotten Tomatoes and also their worst movie. Uh, we switch for you different actors every week. And one week I watch the best, Jess watches the worst, and then we switch this week. We have done, do you want to tell the people what we've done, Jess, who we've done? We have done Jamie Lee Curtis. Let's fucking go. go. Okay. Um, <laughs> True icon. Do you want to tell us what movie you watched? You watched the best movie. Yes. I got to watch her highest rated movie at Rotten Tomatoes and I watched Knives Out, which I would say is a modern classic. Mm. So yeah, I'm very thrilled with that. Now, Jess... I watched the worst. What did you watch? I watched the worst. (laughs) And it was a Christmas movie called Christmas with the Cranks. With a K. Is this the time that... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) With a K. That's a word. Uh, Christmas isn't spelled with a K, though. Unfortunately not. That is unfortunate. This is also, I think, maybe the right time for me to reveal to the team that I... I have seen Christmas with the Cranks. <gasps> That's like a classic Hollywood, uh, uh, sorry, I mean, home Christmas movie. I don't know if I said Hollywood. Okay. Home Christmas movie in my life. Mm. I've seen it so many times, and yet, what's it about, Hope? I don't know. I couldn't tell no. you anything about it. But you'll tell me the plot, and I'll be like, of course, I know everything about this movie. Amazing. It's one of those. I have not yeah. seen Knives Out, but it is. I do intend to oh, well. at some point. I think you would love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, before we do that, let's start with Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, Jess, yeah, what, do you, what do you know about Jamie Lee Curtis? What do you... Hey, listen, I know who she is. Yeah. That's huge. I know her face. I know that she's married to Christopher Guest. I know that. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I know Christopher Guest. And um, yeah. I know that she is very famous for horror movies, but I am, I hate, uh, like, the sight of blood, so I generally avoid horror movies yeah so i haven't seen any of her horror movies but i know she's there have you seen her in anything other than christmas with the cranks <laughs> cranks with the k <laughs> i'm ashamed to s- i probably have i oh 
No, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Oh. <laughs> What's it going to be? <laughs> what is it going to be? She, the most recent thing I thing I can think of is that she did a guest spot on the reboot of Reno 911. Oh, that's tough yeah. to hear. And she hear. <laughs> she comes in in these uh, short shorts and an eye patch and she just improvises with them. And to be fair, it's great. She's hilarious. Yeah, she's really, she's hilarious. She's really, really funny. But I am ashamed to say that might be like the first proper thing I've seen her in. <laughs> what? So to you, you're like Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, the woman who was in Reader and I won a couple of years ago. For, like, for one episode during like the, the <laughs> when it was a Quibi show and then Quibi shut down. <laughs> Quibi! How dare you reduce Jamie Lee Curtis to one Quibi episode? <laughs> I don't know if it's Quibi or Queeby, but either way, it's uh, it's tough. Uh, it's definitely Quibi, but Queeby is not bad. Either way, it's Quibi for sure, but I like <laughs> Queeby. <laughs> okay, it's Quibi for sure. Good to know. Anyway, okay, so I would say my... I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm. Love her. I don't know. I haven't seen all of her movies. Definitely haven't seen all the horror movies. I've seen Halloween, just the first one. Um, and But I haven't, like... Yeah, I don't I, I I I don't hate horror movies. I just don't really watch them a lot. Mm. Um, but sure, like they're they're fun. When they're really good, they're awesome, I think. And but I do really like Jamie Lee Curtis. Other than Christmas with the Cranks, which might have been the first Jamie Lee Curtis movie I ever well, saw. Well, there you go. So in that way, we're on the same journey. Uh I would say my favorite movie, well, knives out, but uh A Fish Called Wanda was a comedy shit in the eighties. It's really, really good. I watched it for the first time last year. Really great. Really love it. I think, I mean, you would like some of it a lot. Mm. Um, I think it's really good. It's a heist movie. I love a heist. But yeah, I'm definitely a fan of Jamie Lee Curtis. I also, we we went to her Wikipedia page independently to find fun facts yes, we did. about Jamie Lee Curtis. So let me tell you my fact. Um, I mean, I didn't, there were a lot of options. There were so many options. And I, I'm so interested to see if we got the same one. I wrote down two in case we had the same okay. one. Okay, you go first. Go first. I'll say my my favorite one first. Yeah. My favorite is that she has multiple diaper yep. patterns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was also mine. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like invented multiple, multiple types of diapers. Multiple types of diapers. Yep. Okay. Like all right. That was absolutely what stuck out to me. First in 1987, and then second in in 2016. Two different diapers. That's so. Really far apart. Yeah. Like, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So that was my fact. I also, my other one I wrote down was that she has written multiple children's books. I was also interested in that. I did not know that she was a children's author. Amazing. Yeah. I'm. She's busy. She is busy. She is busy. Mm. She's also, you know, trying not to get murdered by the guy in the mask. Uh, mm-hmm. And still, she's still doing that. <laughs> so shall we talk about our movies yeah. that we watched? Okay, so I, I'll go first because I watched the best. So we'll just do the fun, little, quick little facts here. So I watched Jamie Lee, Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis's highest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes, Knives Out. Uh, the genre is like a crime, comedy, drama, camp movie. Ultimately crime, I guess, is the, if I have to say one. The year it came out was 2019. It was directed by Ryan Johnson. I want to wait to tell you the other cast. I'm going to finish these and then I'll tell okay. you. Okay. The Rotten Tomato score is 97%. Uh, something weird or fun about this movie is that the director, uh, Ryan Johnson, his cousin composed the score. Oh, that was fun. I like it when they're like that classical sort of, sort of score. Duo. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's like not Neville movies, but like fun. Yeah. All right. Now the cast. Are you ready? Mm. Ready for the cast. I think I know. Other than a few, most of them. There's a, one thing you don't know, and I've seen this movie. I saw it when it came out, and I forgot, and I freaked. <laughs> I'm so excited. I freaked. Just okay. Other cast, other than Jamie Lee Curtis, we have Ana de Armas, Christopher Plummer, Chris Evans, yeah, Tony Collette, oh, yeah, Don Johnson, Lakeith Stanfield, Ricky Lindholm, Catherine Langford, and Michael Shannon. <gasps> Oh my god. <laughs> now listeners, listeners, if you don't know why that's a big deal. For our Christmas special, which we which we recorded soon before f- recording this episode you're listening to right yeah. now. We recorded a couple weeks ago. Uh 
Yeah, we watched a furry-based mm. film. Mm. Yeah, a Christmas furry film that should have been a play. Yeah, and the lead actor, one Michael Shannon. Yes. Wow. So to be reunited with our man, it was a, an honor. It was a gift. It was a dream. That's so exciting. That makes me want to watch it even it's more. It's so exciting. <laughs> I, for, I totally forgot he was in this. I remember it's like everyone else. And I was excited to watch it. I had seen this. I knew I loved it. And then, oh, sorry, spoiler. I do like this movie. And then Michael Shannon came up and I freaked. <laughs> I freaked. Okay. I'm so excited. So yeah, and the, um, yeah, and that, that, those are my little basic facts about this movie. And then we'll dive in more. But Jess, yes. why don't you tell me your, your facts? Okay. So Christmas with the Cranks came out in 2004. It was um, written and produced by Chris Columbus. Really? A.K.A. the same guy that did Home Alone and directed the first two Harry Potter movies. So Did not know that. It went Harry Potter 1 in 2001, <laughs> Harry Potter 2 in 2002, and then Christmas with the Cracks <laughs> Christmas in with the 2004. Cracks, yeah. So he, yeah, was, yeah, uh, that's that he was going up. Uh, it was directed by a guy called Joe Roth. We have... Oh, starring in this movie, I didn't really know many of them apart from Tim Allen is in it. Yes, that's right, and he is. And the others, uh, Dan Aykroyd. Aykroyd. Yep. Okay. How do you say yep. that? Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. He's a yeah. Okay. Um. So and the critic score is five percent, which is tough. Oof, that's tough with a cast like that. It is tough. <laughs> Um, and it was released the same month and the same year as, this is my fun fact, it was released the same month and year as The Incredibles. Oh. Yeah. And how do you find that <laughs> fact out? Because like, it was like the box office ratings. It was like The Incredibles and oh. then Christmas with the Cranks. Those <laughs> are like classic. Those are like yeah. classic movies. So that was November 2004. That was uh, what was in cinemas. Yeah. What would you take to see your children? Um, I think I would do back to back and I think I would, which is first. Yeah. I think I would go for the Incredibles first and then take a real U-turn and go Christmas with the cranks. (laughs) (laughs) U-turn. Not a left turn. A A U-turn. A U-turn. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. We're really going backwards. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay. Um, well, well, I'm, well, oh, you said it was 4% Rotten Tomato score. Um, it was 5%. Five percent. Okay. All right. Um, I I'm so excited to be reminded of what Christmas with the Cr- I forgot Dan Aykroyd was in it, but mm. then you say that like, oh, of course he is. Like I, it like it's all coming back. Okay. So now we each uh, we each have three minutes to explain to each other the plots of our films. Um, now you might ask, oh, have they have they pre written this section? We have not. no, we have not. We're just vibing. We're yes ending to ourselves. So. I will go first because I watched Jimmy the Curtis's highest rated movie. So I have three minutes to explain the plot of Knives Out to someone who has not seen it. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay. All right. Let's just see what happens. All right. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. Old Man is this mystery writer, very wealthy in this fancy house in Massachusetts, oh. New England. It's sort of like homey fall vibes. So he is this old man. He is He has died. And the question is essentially, was he murdered or was it a suicide? It looks like a suicide. The family all thinks it's a suicide. The family is basically what all that cast was. Right. There's the family and then there are the detectives and a private investigator, which is one of those people is Daniel Craig doing a intense Southern accent. Oh. And then <laughs> and then there's also the the old man's nurse, who's played by Anna Diarmas, who's our main character. And she is... The family basically is like, you're like family to us and we love you, but it's clear they're horrible to her. It's like that kind of thing. Mm. And basically we realize as the movie goes like, oh, so what happened is that Ana de Armas accidentally got the, got, switched up his medicine. So she gave old man medicine that actually killed him. And she, and he basically, they realized what was happening, old man and Ana de Armas. And so he said to her like, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to save your life. Because he loved her. So like, like not as not romantically, but like adored her. So he's like, this is how we're going to save your family, save your life. This isn't going to, you're not going to go to jail. We'll fix this. So they come up with this plan. 
that's all in the past. And the normal movie is happening a few days later. So a few days later, they do the well reading, and old man leaves everything to Anadarams. And the family loses their fucking shit. They're already losing their shit. And then this happens and they lose it even more. Jimmy Lee Curtis plays his daughter, by the way. Okay. And Michael Shannon plays one of his sons. Ugh. So he has a cane. That's just relevant. It's not, but I love it. So so the family loses their fucking shit. Chris Evans plays like the renegade Jimmy Lee Curtis's son, who's like, whatever. And he tries to help on Diarmas as they lose their minds and try to like get her to change her mind about the money. Basically, and they realize like, oh, someone's blackmailing like her because they know what happened. Whole thing, yada, 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 yada. We realize, oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Daniel Craig with his accent realizes that what actually happened is that Chris Evans switched the medicine <gasps> so that she would kill him. Because Chris Evans and Old Man talked about how Old Man was like, I'm going to leave everything to her. And Chris Evans was like, what the fuck are you doing? No, you're not. So Chris Evans switched it so that she would kill him and get arrested for this. And, oh. all the, and so that the will would be null and void because she killed him. So, however, because she was such a good nurse... She just instinctively felt the medicines were different and so gave him the right, like, the right one, but then she thought it was wrong. So she didn't actually kill him. <gasps> so he, that's, the, killed himself, he ended up killing himself but didn't need to. And Chris Evans is arrested. She gets to keep the house and everything. That's three minutes. Oh! Wow! Knives out. That's knives out. A very basic, very, very basic understanding of a, of a fun and nuanced movie. Mm. But that's knives out. That's very fun. I love that. I love that. <sighs> God, my heart is right. Barely took a breath. <laughs> okay. Yes, it's so it's so good. I can't wait. Oh, wait, I'll do it now. Let me do my rankings. Oh, of the yeah. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. So before Jess goes, this is the section where we basically score. We give our own score because fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. We give our not really. We love them. But, you know, we give our own score. So the entertainment value of this movie, 20 out of 20. No question. Wow. Okay. It's so great. Uh, cinematography score. I gave it. I said I gave it twenty out of twenty for cinematography. However, then a fade occurred. Oh, and I was like, oh, I have to give it nineteen. Oh, unfortunately, unfortunately, incredible cinematography the entire film. And then there's one fade and that for me is enough to bring it down. Oh, I hate fades. How many high fives the writers should get? Uh, I gave it seventeen out of twenty. Nice. You could argue higher, but I just it wasn't. That's the right score. Mm. For that. Um, the outfits, the looks, I can't stress how much this is 20 out of 20. Oh my God. These outfits are unreal, Jessica. Like, unreal. Like, put it on my Pinterest board, like, put it on my mood board, like, put it in my dreams. Amazing. These outfits are everything. Chris Evans has wears a sweater in this movie that's so, like, famously credible. And it's just a white sweater, but you look at it and you're like, God damn. God damn, that's a good sweater. Oh my God. Uh, how much I want to see it again, score? I've already seen it. So this is my second time. But I gave it 19 out of 20. Whoa, I would see this again. That might be the highest ever. It might be. I would definitely see this again. Okay. I mean, give it a couple, maybe in a year. I would for sure see this again. Oh, my God. And there's a Knives Out 2 and then, as well, isn't there? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I have not seen that. I've heard from my sister. She hated it with all her heart. Oh, okay. <laughs> she loved Knives Out. And she was like, the sequel is just... Hollywood being like, oh, look at us making references to ourselves, whatever. Which, like, I love a reference, but that's, I, I can tell that it would annoy. Like, I don't think it's for me. Right. I feel like, it's better for me and the movie if I don't watch it. But so that's my scores. And then we deduct all of that by how many times uh, I looked at my phone. I looked at my phone three times, unfortunately. However, I was ordering food and having food delivered. So that's fair. I, I had to. I was the captain of multiple ships. Mm. And if also, if I could give extra points for production design, I would. Good to know. I don't think I can because we haven't decided I can, but I just want to put that up there <laughs> as like in theory I would. Yeah. So my total score is 92%, which wow. feels, it feels like it should be 95, 96. Okay. That's very... Which is one of, if not our highest. Yeah. Um, I love this movie. It's just so exactly what I want in a movie. Perfect. I, I really want to watch it now. I have intended to. Yeah, I do would love it. But I just... I think you would really like it. Yeah. I just never did. Um, it's not a mockumentary, and it's not about World War One, but I do think you would like it. But I might like it. Yeah. But you might like it. I mean, Michael Shannon is in it. And, so, like, you love him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would adore Michael Shannon. Yeah, big, <laughs> big fan. 
Um, okay. You're I'm, a big MS fan. Um, never mind. <laughs> Epic what? MS already has. Yeah, never mind. Uh, okay. <laughs> I really want to know what you said. I said you're a big MS fan. Uh, Unfortunately, MS already has multiple, multiple sclerosis. sclerosis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's tough to hear. That is tough. But it is true. Mm. All right. Jess. Jessica. Yes. Jessica Durant. Your turn. Tell me about Christmas with the Cranks. This is Christmas with the Cranks. With a K? With a K. Great. So, Tim Allen is Luther Crank, and he is married to Jamie Lee Curtis, who is Nora Crank. We don't find out her name until 20 minutes in. Doesn't matter. So, Nora and Luther are saying goodbye to their daughter. She's going away for a year to join the Peace Corps in Peru. Mum is distraught. Dad doesn't really care. And then they're like, um, they, Tim Allen gets out this ledger of all of his finances. And he's like, last year we spent six over $6,000 on Christmas. And he's like, what? he's like, and he's like, it would be cheaper to go on a 10 day luxury cruise to the Caribbean over Christmas. And that'll cost us $3,000. So it's going to be half. So he wants to go on a cruise. Jamie Lee Curtis doesn't want to go on a cruise. But then he says like, oh, I'll donate loads of money to the hospital. And so she's like, yeah, okay, we're going on a cruise. So then what? So then, because they're going on a cruise, for some reason, they cannot celebrate Christmas at all. Like they are okay. they're sending a notes out to their colleagues and friends saying no gifts, no Christmas wishes. Like we're not doing Christmas at all. We're not decorating, nothing. Even though they're leaving mm, on sure. Christmas Day. So like, it doesn't, anyway. <laughs> so, um, oh my God, I don't even know how to, okay. So basically all of the neighbors turn against them because they're like, Christmas is a neighborhood thing and you're not decorating your house for Christmas and you have this famous Frosty the Snowman seven foot thing that sits on your roof and we, um, yeah, yeah. And we need it. Otherwise we won't be in the Christmas spirit. And then- He's like rejecting everyone. He's like, I don't want a Christmas tree. I don't want a, a Christmas calendar. I don't want Christmas biscuits. And everyone's what? like really, really upset at him. And then, oh my God. And at some point they, they start getting fake tans and Botox and like changing themselves, getting ready for this Caribbean cruise. And then sure. um, Christmas carolers come and torment them. And it sort of turns into a horror movie for a second. And then all of a sudden their daughter is coming back. She surprises them on Christmas Eve and she's like, I'm coming back from Peru with my boyfriend slash fiance that I met there. It's been like, I don't know, a month. Anyway, Great. she's coming back. And so on Christmas Eve, they, they're they like, um, we've got to make a Christmas Eve party for our daughter when she comes back at eight o'clock. So they have like a couple hours to do it. All of the neighbors rally behind them and um, decide to um, help them set up this Christmas party because they say, why should the daughter pay for the sins of the father? Because the daughter is... they all love the daughter. And then this creepy guy turns up and no one knows who he is. And then at the end, it turns out he's Santa and all of a sudden there's magic at the end. So it turns out he's Santa. Also, someone tries to burgle the... Oh my God. Someone tries to burgle the house and then Santa knocks them out and then every, everything's fine and they have a Christmas party. Oh, Fuck. Christmas with the cranks. Sometimes you get cranked. <laughs> I didn't even, I did not even scratch the surface. <laughs> really? <laughs> so much more goes on. I have so many questions. I have so many thoughts. Yeah. Um, so, there's so much to unpack in this movie. <laughs> can we hear your scores before we really dive okay. into those cranks? Entertainment value. I gave it a 10 out of 20 because I was entertained. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. It's somehow both exactly in the spirit of the prompt. Yeah. But also not at all in the spirit of the prompt. Yeah, I was definitely definitely entertained. For cinematography, I gave it a 12 out of 20. I kind of liked how it looked. It was fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, The writer high fives, I gave him five out of 20. It was was tough. I I could have gone lower, but I was generous. Um, the looks, I actually went really high for this <laughs> and I think maybe too high. I went 15 Tell out me. of 20, but <laughs> because... Wasn't the Santa costume really good? No, it, there were these, this group of like 20 carolers all dressed as, in like 
like 18 the 1800s sort of vibes like they were dressed like they were in a disney movie and it was never addressed why they were dressed like that great and it was crazy and for that alone i gave it 15 out of 20 for like one for every carola that was dressed like that um and then would i see it again nice score would i see it again i gave it a two out of 20 i don't want to but it's not the worst movie you've ever yeah. seen in your life. Yeah. Um, I looked at my phone nine times. Um... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. So where does that land So us? that lands on 35%, 35 out of 100, which oh. seems high. It seems quite high. The audience, score, right? the audience score was 39. I think, 30, I think the 30s is too high for this movie. I think it should be in the yeah. 20s. That's still not that low, no. though, for, for our worst. Maybe it should be lower. Maybe it should be more like 10%. It's, oh, wow. That is that's quite low. I'm just going down. The more I think about it, the more I'm going down. But I was, yeah. I was entertained. Yeah. That's huge. I did look at my phone nine times, but... That's also huge. Yeah. For the most wow. part. Oh, my God. That what was, was your so favorite part of the movie? To unpack. My, favorite. yeah, just to, yeah. Tell me, I don't mean to. You you lead this chart. <laughs> tell me about Christmas with the Cranks. Okay, so let me get it. Let me really get into Christmas with the Cranks. Um, yeah, sorry, knives out. <laughs> we'll we'll get to that later. So sorry. Yeah, pause. So, pause on that. The tone is so strange because it's for a lot of it. It's like it's a horror. Like the neighbors are rallying okay. against them, tormenting them for not um, for not celebrating Christmas. There's like this villain character called Vic, and he's like, uh, I don't know why he's a villain. He just has villain music. And there's a point yeah. where he is he sticks his fingers on in the car <laughs> window to try and get Jamie Lee Curtis's attention, and he's like, "Where's your Frosty the Snowman? Put Frosty the Snowman on the roof." <laughs> They're like obsessed with this seven foot like snowman. And they even have like free, they're chanting like free Frosty because they want to free Frosty the snowman from storage. Anyway, the window, the car window goes up and she like chops his fingers off and we never talk yeah. about that again. Okay. And there are, there are my favorite Jamie Lee Curtis moments when she there's a lot of moments where she is fully playing it like it's a horror movie like screaming okay she's like on the phone and she's like shaking with fear and she's like they're here and it's just a group of neighbors who are like who wanted <laughs> to see frosty the snowman on the roof yeah <laughs> so okay so what i i remember very little i remember something about the hands on the window i do remember mm. and i remember that it's a I don't remember the cruise element whatsoever. Really? But I do remember the fact that it's like the I can picture the poster and I remember it's like light like all about like the neighbor lights. Mm, yeah. And things like that. I am disappointed that I don't remember every all of it in detail because it sounds bonkers. It is. And I yeah. Um it's crazy that you don't remember the cruise bit because that is I know. such a key. I was just so young. Yeah, that's fair. They were the whole thing is that they're going to go on a cruise, and then at the end, he ha- he doesn't get on with the, like the neighbors opposite him, and that it's like this yeah. really cranky old guy and his wife who is like ill with a illness we don't know about, and then he gives them the cruise at the end. He's like, "You go on it." I just realized cranks like cranky. <laughs> Is that why they're called cranks? Why else would they be called cranks? Is that mean something? It is so unreasonable the way that everyone... <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm being act- lost in the weeds. No, no, no. I'm just... I just can't believe it. Like, they act as if th- these two... This couple has murdered someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But So, okay. So, what the neighbors really want is they're like, we want you to put this frosty on your roof because why? Because nobody knows. It is not clear. It's what? just something that happens every year. And they're oh, like, we oh, want it back. Because <laughs> nobody knows. You delivered that like that was the answer. And I couldn't understand. <laughs> okay, got it. Because nobody knows. Got it. So it's not like they're trying to win some sort of prize. It's no. just like, this is what's done. Yeah. This is what's done, Cranks. Cranks, I'm putting a gun to your head, Cranks. Yeah. This is what's done. Um, 
God. We have some really great wow, cameos in this movie. Um, wow. Andy Daly has a line in this movie. <laughs> I don't think. Wait, I trust. I, with all due, with all due to the wonderful Andy Daly. In 2004, can we count him having one line as a cameo? No, no, no. Or does he have one no. line? Okay, it's not a cameo, but like for me now, it's like, oh my God, that for guy you, is yeah. Um But even, again, with all the love to Andy Daly, genuinely... I don't even think now it would be a cameo. I think I don't know what that word means. Oh, well, I guess to me it's like surprise. Like you, like the audience is like, oh my God, it's, oh, this, it's Chris okay. Pine. Oh, it's I'm it's, just treating it as a, my own, like, oh my God, that person's there. Also, Matt Walsh. Great, love Matt it. Walsh plays one of the neighbors. <laughs> he has one line. Oh, cameo. <laughs> it's a young Matt Walsh. Yeah, yeah, 2004. Wow. Matt Walsh, of course, from Veep, Veep fame and also UCB. Yeah. Creating UCB. <laughs> creating UCB. Wow. Um, and also Dancing with the Stars. Of course. Yes, he was just on Dancing with the Stars. Isn't that hilarious? Yes. I lost my mind when I heard that. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so Andy Daly and Matt Walsh. Got it. So they are getting caught. Co- this is not trying to be a horror movie. It's trying to be a comedy. It's trying to be a comedy. The whole time. I think. But okay. it is, a lot of it is played like it's a horror movie. Which is. But is that supposed to be joke? funny? I guess. Yeah, okay. But it's just Is confusing. It funny? No. <laughs> no, it's just confusing. Okay, okay. What's your favorite part? Um, I'll tell you my favorite part. So at the start of the movie, Jamie Lee Curtis has this like disgusting, like we would call it a waistcoat. I think you guys call it a vest. Um, yeah. And it's like red and it's got like little Christmas embroideries on it. And it's like, it's gross. I remember It's it. gross. And then she, for the whole time where they're not celebrating Christmas, she doesn't wear it. And then as soon as her daughter calls, <laughs> her daughter calls and says, I'm coming back for Christmas. And she starts running around frantically and she's going, I need my vest. I need my vest. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then like, we're like, what, what do you mean you need your vest? And then she gets it out and she puts it back on. And that, that was my favorite moment. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. She's so funny. She is so funny. I agree. Yes. She really, um, she had, she did have some good moments. Um, but the, do you know who her mother is? Do you know who her mother is? Someone famous. Yeah, her mother is the woman in Psycho. Oh, no way. The Scream one. <laughs> I think, I know, I know her mother is Janet Lee. So like horror movies like run in the family. Yeah. So it's like a Scream Queen family, but also vests. I don't know if they're vests in Psycho, but it feels like we, they're probably vests on set. Anyway, Greg's. <laughs> Greg's. So who's Dan Aykroyd? Is he Santa? Wait, we have to get to Santa. Oh, There's magic Santa. My God. Okay, so he's this like villain guy called a Vic. Okay. Who then? I thought so. I thought so. Who then ends up being like a really nice guy and helps them all out, and it's very confusing. How old is he then? Is he probably like fifty? Yeah, I think fifty. Twenty years ago. Okay, so what is the Santa element here, Jess? So, okay, right at the end, like we're like 10 minutes from the end and Jamie Lee Curtis is struggling to get guests for her Christmas party and she finds this guy in the grocery store and he's like, he knows everything about her. He knows her name. He knows her daughter's name. He knows where she lives. Yeah, whether she's been naughty. Yeah, (laughs) she knows where she she lives and she's like, hey, you can come to the party because she's sort of, she doesn't really realize how creepy that is i guess and i'm like okay this is a stalker and he's gonna murder them all i'm like this is yeah sure he knows like the way he talked about the daughter i was like this is gonna turn into a proper horror and he's gonna murder them all and then he turns up at the party which would be great yeah he turns up at the party he knows everybody's name but nobody knows who he is and everyone's like what the fuck is going on and then they get burgled midway through their christmas eve party and at the end santa like a guy comes out dressed in a Santa costume and knocks out the burglar. And then they're like, oh my God, it's you. It's you were Santa all along. And then he like rides off in his car with reindeer. <laughs> he rides off with reindeer in this terrible like CGI car. And we're, and we're just supposed to be like, oh, okay. He was Santa all along. But, but what? <laughs> I, what do you mean? Why was he in the grocery store? I don't know. If, if It's like... And um, it's... Why was Santa out of Safeway? It's so unnecessary and random that they just throw in this, like, magical Santa element right at the end. Yeah, wait, what? Yeah. 
So Santa kicks the Burmese's butt, which is classic Santa. Classic Santa. Santa. <laughs> and then, and then everyone's like, "All oh, these adults are like Santa." Save well, no, the day, so now this drive is, off in your Prius. This is outside, so with only, the reindeer. Like Tim Allen sees it, so it's only Tim Allen who realizes, like, "Oh, oh my god, it's Santa!" But he's like, he's like, "Oh, sure, you're Santa Claus," and then he's like, "Wink, I actually am." <laughs> Tim Allen's like. Wow, you actually are. <laughs> I don't. I don't think he. He's not like what? It. I think you're a fan of a costume driving a Prius. Yeah. <laughs> so, have you have you seen the Santa Claus? Like claws? No, no. Uh, <laughs> the third spelling: C L A U S E. Oh, I think is it animated? The Santa Claus? No, it's Tim Allen. Oh, then no. Okay, it's a cl- it's like if Christmas of the Christ is classic, the-, the Santa Claus is a classic, okay. like almost Home Alone level. Okay, I mean that with quality, but in terms of like my life, the Santa Claus is a movie where Tim Allen plays a single dad or divorced dad who basically one night Santa is like on his roof and then he f- makes Santa fall over on the roof. Santa dies. <gasps> And then Tim <laughs> Allen, because of this thing called the Santa Claus. Oh, Tim Allen is now a Santa. That's so funny. So whoever kills Santa becomes Santa. <laughs> I mean, that's what is it true in the Tim Allen universe. So I wonder if it's also true in the Christmas yeah, of the Christmas universe. That's a good thing to or know. Or like, he's like, maybe I should go run over this guy. Maybe I should go drive my RAV4 and go run over this Santa so that I can become Santa. Yes. I can't believe Tim Allen is in this movie also. I totally don't remember that. That he's in this movie as... When did The Santa Claus come out? This was 2004, Christmas with the Yes. Yeah. The Santa Claus, 1994. Oh, oh, wow. It was 10 years 10 earlier. 10 years. Wow. I didn't realize that it was... That's that's interesting. That's interesting. Okay. Wow. So The Santa Claus was right before Toy Story. And then he had such a success about well, that. And then Home Improvement ended. Mm. And years, five years later, he was like, maybe I should become a crank. Maybe I should try out the crank <laughs> life. Become a crank. Oh, it's so you can see that it was trying to be home alone, I think, with like the burglary mm. and stuff. Oh, yeah. It definitely had that vibe. Like it was trying to, it, it felt like it was trying to be great. Which most movies well, are trying to be great, I guess. <laughs> I guess they are. I guess that's true. Mm. But most movies don't. Fail to this extent. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Do do they do they go on the cruise? No, they never go. No, on they the never cruise. go on the cruise. Which, because I was expecting this to be like a Caribbean Christmas cruise movie at the start. I was like, cool, they're going to go on a cruise. Yeah, CCC. It's going to be crazy wild time. It's going to be like a marriage story sort of vibe where they're like, they're like falling in love with other people. I would have thought the same. Yeah. And then, but also Christmas. Then they never, they never went on the cruise. No, we don't even get no. like an end scene where the other couple are on the cruise. There's no cruise. <laughs> okay, so two questions. Number one, you've seen Marriage Story? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> okay, I just know <laughs> it. My second, <laughs> my second question was going to be, what was the biggest similarity with this Marriage Story? But unfortunately, we're going to let that question go. Unfortunately, I've only seen the scene where Adam Driver goes, "Every day I wake up and but I just you're dead." <laughs> That was a good out of driver. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Okay. Christmas with the Craigs. Wow. Okay. How? Uh, who plays the daughter? Do we know how old? In like nineteen? I don't know her name. Let me look it up. Uh, Julie Gonzalo. Oh yes, she is. Yes, she is in this movie. Oh my god. Yes, she is. She is. Um. Oh, okay. The villain in the Cinderella story. Right. Yeah. I'm yes. Does that mean anything to you? Yeah, I'm seeing Okay. Okay. She's she's cool. Love the dress. Yeah. Hate her. <laughs> she's barely she's great. in it. Um she sort of just like bookends it. It's like starts and ends with the daughter, but mainly it's about the parents. Right. It's about Nora and Luther. Luther? Luther? <laughs> Craig. <laughs> I just want to stress that Nora's barely a name. Yeah. Luther could not be farther from Luther being a name. Luther Crank. <laughs> Luther Crank. 
I didn't put that together. What would be his funniest? What 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 should his middle name be? What would be mm. the funniest middle name for mm. Luther Crane? Let me think. Let me think. I think it would be good to have something with a K. So you've got like alliteration there with the crank. What if it's like Krispy Kreme? Luther Krispy Kreme. Luther Krispy Kreme. <laughs> or Luther Krispy Crank. Oh, that's it. That's even better. Mm. Luther Krispy Crank. Luther Krispy with a K. <laughs> Crank. And maybe he could be like maybe he could be like Chris Evans' character in Knives Out. He goes by his middle name, which is Ransom. Ransom. And so, yeah, which is a funny touch. And so, instead of Luther Crispy Crank, he could be like, just call me Crispy. <laughs> Please, Luther was my father. I'm Crispy Crank. Can you imagine you meet someone you're like, hi, Mister Crank. What's his first name? Crispy. What? Crispy. <laughs> okay. Alternate. We need to create yes. an alternate <laughs> timeline where he is crispy, <laughs> crispy crank. He's crispy crank, but also he becomes Santa because of the Santa Claus. Yes. So instead of Saint Nick, it's Saint Crispy. <laughs> this is crispy Santa Claus. Crispy <laughs> Santa Claus. Crispy. What on? He's loser crispy Santa Claus crank. Loser <laughs> <laughs> crispy Saint Nicholas Claus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I hate how far down a rabbit hole this is mm. so that we can't, like, no one will understand <laughs> unless they're here to witness this episode. Wow. Okay. Oh, Crispy Crank. Crispy Crank. Um, Rochelle, we talking about that? <laughs> yes. Tell me your favorite moment of Knives Out. Oh, that's so tough. It's a really great movie. I love the beginning of it where basically, like, the Dano Craig, oh, with a hardcore southern accent. I know mm -hmm. I said that, but let's make sure that we understand that. Okay. Dino Crab with a hardcore southern accent is like interviewing, and, and uh, Licky Stanfield and the other detective, who I don't know, are interviewing the family, mm. basically, to find out what happened. And the way that it cuts between the family, and they start with Jamie Lee Curtis in this incredible all red suit, and the way that, or all red outfit, and the way that they cut between the family's different memories of the night and like what they are like, and, and the way that the flashbacks sort of like, we see the flashback from that point of view, and then we see it from that point of view. It's just really, really well edited and well written. It's just like a perfect five minute, ten minute thing. Nice. Um, the movie, and that's my favorite part, I think. The movie in general probably decreases in quality as it goes. The very end is great, but like the middle blast half and that sort of like end of two, beginning of three, it isn't at, to the same. That's why I gave it 17 out of 20, because it's not the same 20 out of 20 level. Okay. But it's still really good. But that beginning 10 minutes is like, or yeah, whatever, 15 minutes is like fantastic. Amazing. Fan fit, fantastic. No notes. And Jimmy Curtis is sort of, Jimmy Curtis is definitely the most important child. Okay. Of the old That's man. That's fun. Who is, who is Christopher Plummer? <laughs> who is, um, is that the guy in Sound of Music? Have you seen the Sound of Music? I have. Oh, let me guess. Oh, you have? Yeah, okay. I have. Okay. <laughs> I used to want to be the little kid that went to bed right at the end. <laughs> yeah yeah great i i saw the music i i know i've seen it but like i think i i think if i were to watch it it would be a new mm. you know it's one of those yeah. a lot christmas with the christmas with the crank i love that it's called i love that. nice out though christmas with I the cranks um do they ever say this is a stupid question do they ever say the phrase <sighs> christmas with the cranks i wish i had listened out for that because i feel like they might have but I don't know for sure. Yeah. The title would make sense even if they don't. Because at one point they said Knives Out. Oh. And I was like, ooh. That's fun. <laughs> ah. I kind of hate it, but it's fun. Mm. It's fun. All right. Let me go through my, let's go through our notes. Yes. Let's see if there's anything here that we have yet to dive into. Um, I started simple. Jamie Lee Curtis South and is amazing. So my notes are just, this movie is so good. Like I just wrote that so many times. I wrote Daniel Craig is having the time of his life. He must be exhausted. He was exhausted for 15 years just playing James Bond. Yeah. And the guy and the girl with the dragon tattoo. And that was what he did. Yeah. For so long. And so the fact that he got to do this camp, like, Kentucky private detective, he must have had the time of his life. Is the accent good? Or is it, like, bad on purpose? So, no. It's, to me, I don't, I'm not, like, an accent connoisseur. Mm. Definitely not with Americans' other accents and, like, the nuances. To me, it sounded awesome. Okay, great. To me, I was like, I love this. This is everything I want. But like, was it really good? I, I don't know. Okay. But who cares? Mm -hmm. To me, it was. Mm -hmm. um, also, I wrote, also, Chris Evans is hot. Just putting that out there. I, I, I say by my notes. 
Chris Evans. Can you picture Chris Evans? I know what he looks like. He's not for me, but uh, that's really? okay. Which Chris is the most for you? None of them. I'm more. I'm more. I like a nerdy type. I don't like those like action man sort of people. I don't really either. Mm. Like a general, not for me. But Chris Evans, for some reason, does it. There he does it for you, and that's okay. There were things. <laughs> um, that's okay. There's at one point, there's, Chris Evans is eating a lot of, I think they're, they're not called biscottis, but they're those little cookies where the name is almost like biscotti, Biscoff. those little things. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I wonder if it was product placement. Ooh. I, I, I will never know, but I wonder, was there any product placement at Christmas with the Cranks? Because my gut tells me 24-7 there was product placement at Christmas with the Cranks. <laughs> there, there was a particular um, brand of ham that they were all obsessed with. But I don't know if that was product placement or not. Oh, that took my breath away. <laughs> I'm sure it was. What was it called? I cut. It was like some sort of honey roast ham, but they were always carrying it in the box so that you could see I'm, the brand. Yeah. I'm. If it wasn't, then that's number one, hilarious. Mm. Number two, really odd. <laughs> I think that probably was this particular brand of ham. Do you, do you hear what company was the cruise? Ooh, I don't think so. It's just like it's generic. Wow. Maybe the crank, the real crank family sponsor. Maybe Santa. It was it was Santa's sponsor. <laughs> um, I also wrote to myself, stories about families are the best. Mm. I wrote that and then I laughed because I remembered what movie you were doing <laughs> and I wanted to circle back to the fact that that was what I felt with this movie. Stories about felt. families are the best. And aren't they Christmas <laughs> with the Cranks family? It's so much fun for for all. With, oh, with Crispy Craig's family? I know Crispy. Crispy? <laughs> Crispy? <laughs> okay. Do you have any notes that we, we should touch on? Boy, do I have some notes. Um, and I want to hear all of them. Um, there's a great scene at the start where they are both reading in bed. And Tim Allen is reading a magazine called Business Week to show that he's a man. <laughs> and then Jamie Lee Curtis is reading... She is reading a recipe book called Chicken Soup for the Mother's Soul. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Chicken Soup for the Soul is a series of books. Oh. And I don't know if Mother's Soul is a real one, but it probably is. Wait, what? Chicken. Those are probably two real things. <laughs> okay, I found, I have found the exact book that it is. Okay, great. <laughs> Scratch whatever I said before for your birthday. It's this. <laughs> okay, Christmas. No. Chicken Soup for the Mother's Soul is 101 stories to open the hearts and rekindle the spirits of mothers. What does that mean? Yeah, this is a, this is a, I, I don't know. <laughs> I've never read any of Can I read you the blurb? We can all, 100%. Rem- we all remember a time when we were young and under the weather and <laughs> mom soothed and nurtured us back to health with her magical ch- chicken soup. I don't magical. remember that time personally. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I think you're presuming yeah. a lot there. Yeah, it doesn't jump to mind. No. Yeah. And then we've got, um, so these are stories where we can revisit cherished moments for and about mothers. So what they're saying with that is that he is a man with a job and she is a mother and that is it. But also, but wait, can we circle back to the book? Is the book recipes or is it like, no. and here's a blank page for you to write down your memory. Is it interesting? It must be stories. I thought it was a recipe book because of the chicken soup so I. and the picture of the chicken soup. Um, but it must, it looks like short stories, but I love that they've done that. It's a thing. Mm. Chicken soup for the soul. It's like there are, I learned, I didn't know until maybe a year ago that there were more than just, I thought it was just a one book called chicken soup for the soul. But the fact that it's like, a franchise. <laughs> yeah. A franchise of American self-help books. Oh, I love that they haven't crossed the pond. Yeah, no, they haven't, unfortunately. Another thing I love is that they have a very personal relationship with every single Christmas-based vendor in town. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the Christmas card seller is like, what do you mean you're not buying Christmas cards? Like, they're the biggest, like, they're the biggest, per- like, I don't know what you call it. But they're funding the yeah, town. Yeah, they're funding the town, basically. There's a group of, like, Boy Scouts who sell them trees. And they're like, we don't need a tree this year. And then one of my favorite lines is, hey, Luther Crank just stiffed the Scouts on a Christmas tree. 
Can you imagine writing that and then being like, I'm going to take lunch. Yeah. That's it. The no notes. No notes. Print. <laughs> yeah. Luther. <laughs> um, he normally donates to the, every year at Christmas, he donates to the police, the local police. They sell calendars and like each month has a picture of one of them on it. And they come like to a sexy store. calendar? I guess they come. It's not like super okay. sexy, but they're like posing. And they come to the door and he says, I'm sorry, I don't need a calendar this year. And like, oh, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? How is, how is, what do you mean? How is going for a cruise affecting your need for a calendar? Like, you're going to be back. <laughs> of all the things where like annually you do require it. Yeah. Like, of all the things, you can't be like, oh, I still have mine from last year. Like, oh, like, yeah, oh no, yeah. you need a new calendar. Oh, God. It's so... Oh, my God, that's so funny. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine your dude? You, you have been giving this family mm. the same calendar for 15 years. Yeah. You show up, and they're like, no, thanks, we don't need a calendar this year. You're like, what do you mean you don't need yeah. it? It's 2004. What do you mean you don't need <laughs> a calendar like, this year? And somehow, because I just, I was like... I was just shocked. I can't. I'm speechless right just now. Buy, you do need a I'm calendar. speechless. <laughs> also, why would you ever want a vaguely sexy cop gown? <laughs> I know. And like this guy was just funding the whole town. Like he donates to the hospital, the the police force, the church. I guess they're not getting enough funding, but it seems like a very rich area. So I'm confused as to why it's all on his shoulders. <laughs> Unless they're so wealthy mm. that they're donating like... Thirty yeah, million dollars. Apparently. Um Oh also, can we circle real quick on the price of the cruise? Yeah. It's six thousand pounds. No or dollars. So six thousand dollars. It's three thousand for the cruise. Six thousand is what they spent last Christmas just on like Christmas at home. Right. Right. What were they up <laughs> what to? The- what did they do? <laughs> did they buy everyone in town like a a computer? Well, I guess maybe that is what there are. I guess maybe that is what the movies. I don't. I didn't see it, but is the movie saying that like they spent six thousand dollars because they were doing all these things that they're now not doing? Apparently, because there was um. He goes like he gets out this massive book and he's like, we spent six thousand dollars on Christmas and we have nothing to show for it. <laughs> and I'm like, what does what does that mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Like you don't have stuff to what show. What do you want for to show for it? Yeah. Six thousand dollars for a Christmas that's famously not a vacation. Yeah, it's like I can't imagine $6, what you would spend that money on. Dollars. You get a tree, you get you get gifts. I guess they could be getting expensive gifts and expensive food, but but, but you don't have to. But, <laughs> max, max, max. That's fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, max, max, max. Mm. Six thousand dollars. I just want to know four times what the max of that could be. I just want to know what. Maybe they were they're trying. Doing. Maybe they're using it to cover. Yeah, they're trying to cover. Mm. But like, we spent six thousand dollars on Christmas, and it's like they also bought some shady investments. Yeah. They're just trying to make it. Yeah, like, they're trying to cover that up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> also, also six thousand dollars in two thousand four. Yeah. You know what? So they spent. What is that? Let's do let's do that math today. That would be nearly. 10 just short of ten thousand dollars <laughs> what what literally what? why ten thousand dollars on christmas to the and they have one grown child yeah they have one grown child um okay. so they're buying gifts for each other and their child and maybe some of the neighbors yeah for whatever reason yeah ten thousand dollars yeah that's a lot to take in i i guess i mean it is smart for them to do the cruise yeah because that means the cruise is like five yeah yeah thousand dollars now in today's money so first off i don't know how much cruise costs does that feel right i think for an ex i've never been on a cruise i've never I, been on a my cruise I, yeah me too i'm scared of open water um <laughs> I don't understand how boats work. <laughs> yeah. I've never understood it. People have tried to explain it to me. I get it, but then I, I also don't know. I absolutely don't either. Um, yeah, I feel like an expensive cruise could probably set you back a few thousand dollars. I don't know, yeah, though. 
for two probably people? though. I, I, I don't know. A lot of it's probably all inclusive. Yeah. So sure, that one I'm less torn about. Mm. But ten thousand dollars. So they're also making bank. Yeah, he's a. If they can spend ten thousand dollars, and that's not all I've been thinking. Of. If I spent ten thousand dollars on one Christmas situation, I would think about it every day straight for the rest of my yeah. life. <laughs> the fact that like he has to a year later look at the books mm. and be like, "Huh, we spent t-. like that means that they're rolling a dough." Absolutely. Yeah. Thinking about hundred billion dollars. Bit of a- yeah. Um, for sure. Wow. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes, continue your notes. There's just so much. Like, I'm never gonna hit all of the all of the parts of this movie um sure 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 there's see with the case there's a scene where he gets botox where tim allen gets botox i forgot (laughs) (laughs) and like it's unclear why i guess he wants to look good for the cruise but then in the next scene it's gone and we never talk about it again what is the joke of it is the joke of it that like a man is getting botox or is it that his face looks wonky i think it's that his face looks straight like his he's very pulled back But um, Got it. it and bet he looks fine. Yeah, and then it's just gone immediately. Um, whenever, whenever I get on a cruise, I always think I gotta get my Botox for the cruise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all very con- like the comedy and the hijinks. There's a lot of hijinks. Um, like I love hijinks. Jamie Lee Curtis gets a, a spray tan because her husband sort of forces her. He's like, "You've got to get a tan." He like takes her there, but but you're yeah. You're going on yeah, a- you're going okay. on a cruise. It doesn't. She does say that. She's like, "Why would I you're get gonna, a tan before?" You're gonna get a tan. And he's like, "Don't okay. worry about it. We look like." He says, "We look like uncooked chicken." <laughs> so, can you imagine her husband saying that? I know. And so she gets in the tanning bed, but then she hits her head. Um, sure. Because, like, as, as one I don't know, the situation is very contrived. But she hits her head, and then she goes to the front desk for like a band aid and the priest and like 12 members of the congregation all see her in a bikini and they're like Nora what are you doing in a bikini and it's like some really strange what? it's a really strange scene what are you doing in a bikini I'd be like what I'm clearly in the middle of yeah something. what are you doing in a tanning shop why are you looking at me <laughs> yeah. like I've what do you think? They think it's weird. You think you're the weird one? <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It's because it's like, it's not just the priest, even though he's the only one talking. There's like so many other people behind him just staring at her. Just <laughs> to... Does anyone make a cameo as the priest? I don't know who the priest is. Was the priest also Santa? <gasps> I'll need to double check that. Okay, shall we, shall we try to bring these movies together? Yes, okay. So... All right. Yeah. Can you explain this? Yeah. So we end the podcast. We bring it together by creating a new movie that bring a new movie plot that brings these two movies together. It could be a prequel, a sequel. It depends. It depends on the movies. It could be just a whole new thing. I mean, let's start out. What are the similarities? These are both movies about family. Yeah. Family. Um, These are both movies that involve like crime without being horror, really. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis is there. Um, does she have a husband in Knives Out? She does. Dodge Johnson is her husband. What's the, what's the relationship like? He is cheating on her. Ooh, okay. That's because I feel like Tim Allen is like a 2004 husband in that he's awful, but no one talks mm. about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the worst time to have a husband. Yeah. <laughs> Classically. Yeah. And if you had a husband in 2004, my condolences <laughs> like oh my god hugely tough time um <laughs> yeah so bad husbands mm, so bad husbands yeah um are there any cats in knives out no they're dogs there was a there was a rip there was a joke with a cat that kept getting um stepped on which is really horrible <laughs> oh rich people rich people yes rich people wait the cat kept getting sorry the cat kept getting stepped <laughs> yeah. on. Oh, no. so tim allen hates this cat and he keeps stepping on it and it's like a joke. And then at the end, um, the it's the couple who own the cat are the ones who he gives the cruise to. So he he's like, he's like in this final act of sacrifice, he's like, I'll take the cat and I'll look after it while you're on the cruise. And it's supposed to be like he's a good person now because he's not murdering. Yeah. The cat. So so he's like, he's grown as a person. Yeah. Is that really his? So the way that they judge his growth is no longer stepping on yeah. the cat. 
Okay. So maybe he won't be in our sequel. Yeah, I'm thinking Although that's... he does have to be as Crispy Kringle. Crispy Kringle. So <laughs> Crispy Kringle Crank. <laughs> so I think this movie, we definitely need Crispy Kringle Crank. And he definitely needs to... <laughs> Let's also not abbreviate that name. Oh, fuck. I'm realizing. Yeah. Okay. Let's maybe keep that yeah, away. Crispy Kringle Crank. <laughs> Unrelated to anything you might associate. Unre- completely, like, no relation. Yeah, no relation. No and that's relation. how he introduces himself. He's like, I'm Krispy Kringle Crank, <laughs> no relation. <laughs> and they're like, to what? He's like, you're going to think about yeah. it later. To get you're going to know. Way. I didn't start it. It wasn't me. Um, okay, so Krispy Kringle Crank is, he's doing what? He's, he's, so he's, he's just oh, run over maybe Santa. he is, oh, he's, and then, and then uh, Daniel Craig investigates. Perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Which also fits because the Knives Out sequel, I think, is Daniel Crank, like, at another thing. Great. So, yeah, Crispy Kringle Crank has just run over Santa, and now he has has to become Santa Claus. Because it's also the Santa Claus. We're also bringing in the Santa Claus. And then, so, in comes Benoit, what is it? Blanc. Blanc. And he's going to investigate this. And who's Jamie Lee Curtis in this movie? I think a third character. Yeah, okay. I think she's a whole new person. A whole new person. And I think she should be... Where are we? Are we on the cruise? Are we on a cruise? Yeah. It's hard to run over someone on a cruise, but... <laughs> but you could do it. Maybe. Yeah, okay. Maybe we are on a cruise and he gets, like, pushed overboard. Let me make sure Knives Out 2 isn't set on a cruise. Okay. <laughs> it might be. Knives Out 2 might be on a cruise. It's on. It's a. It's a Greek island. Okay, we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. So we're on a Caribbean cruise. I feel like what if I? You know, I. I'm envisioning a role for Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm envisioning she's the captain yeah. of the cruise. I love. I love what you're envisioning. Mm. I love what we have here. She could maybe she could be suspicious. She's like, I don't think that Crispy Crank Crinkle. <laughs> well then. <laughs> he can't. He can't have murder because then. The movie is boring. So who actually killed Yes, Santa Claus? Yes. Because but also I think Krispy Kreme what was it? Krispy <laughs> should also be uh Chris Kringle's brother. Okay, great. Yeah. So bring back the family theme. So, so who actually killed Chris? So Kringle? what if Crispy is um is actually come to investigate the murder of his father, Santa Claus? Oh, I like it. I like it. I like so it. he he. So we don't know who murdered Santa Claus, but we whoever has okay. It's Christmas Eve, yeah. And whoever has murdered Santa Claus is gonna have to reveal themselves by midnight because they're gonna have to be Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be revealed no matter what. <laughs> yeah, because like at midnight, like whoever it is is gonna turn into Santa Claus. <laughs> Honestly, like. Give us fifty billion dollars, like we're gonna make this movie yeah. right now. Who, <laughs> who is the murderer? We have to figure this out. Okay, in a way, I would argue just a whole new person. Yeah, a whole new honestly, person. Stanley Tucci. I've never heard anything more perfect. Like if we're being honest, I've never heard anything more <laughs> fitting for this movie. Okay, so in comes Stanley Tucci. He has murdered. He has murdered Santa Claus. Why? I'm thinking maybe he's like, um, maybe he's like another version of Santa Claus, like Bell Schnickel. Like, sorry? The German Santa Claus. <laughs> don't just throw that out like that's a thing we all know. <laughs> I'm sorry, you don't know Bell Schnickel? <laughs> yeah, what? I buy that it was to get the presents that he murders. The Sailor Tucci wants to get all those presents. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that makes more sense. Because- but I like Bell Schnickel or whatever you said. <laughs> What? No, no, no. Okay, let's make Stanley Tucci. Bell Schnickel. He murdered them. He murdered them. Let's just forget I ever said Bell Schnickel. Honestly, I wish I could. I wish I could. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so Stanley Tucci murders mm. Santa Claus, Chris Kringle, to get yeah. the gifts. But we think it, it's Krispy Kreme. No, Krispy Kreme. We think it's Krispy Kreme. Um, because what if what Mr. if Stanley Tucci's uh wants to like because he knows what if okay what if I know this is long winded but what if Stanley no, Tucci like knows that um that if you kill Santa Claus you become Santa and he's like I'm gonna do this because I want not only does he want all the presents but he also wants like an army of elves. 
oh, I like it. The only thing is then he's going to know he's going to get in trouble. But also, even if he gets in trouble, the world needs Santa. So what are the stakes? So, yeah. Wait, so who did, who did Kris Kringle kill to become Santa? Stanley Juvie's dad. (gasps) Oh, Yes. Perfect. And Stanley Tucci is also getting revenge. He's like, this was mine. I deserved this. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, Perfect. yes, yes. And Daniel Craig is there as well doing the exit still. Let's write this movie now. I mean, we have. We, we have. have. What's it called? What's it called? Okay. Could it be Christmas with the Christmas? Kringles? I was going to say Christmas with the Crispy Creek Kringles. Christmas with Crispy. <laughs> right. Got it. It should be Chris because the sequel to, to Knives Out is like Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. Right. So you call it, what did you say? What Christmas say? with Crispy and Knives Christmas- Out Mystery. Yeah. <laughs> it rhymes. Oh my God. Wow. Wow. We should have released this in June, not during yeah. the Christmas season in yeah. any way, shape, or form. Yeah. I mean, I love it. This is maybe my favorite sequel we've ever done. Agreed. Agreed. This is one of the strongest sequels. Um, we, like, that we've written. If I had the money, I would greenlight it. I absolutely would. I absolutely <laughs> would. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, is there anything else we need to say about these films? It's hard because we've said so much. Yeah. But also nothing. Um, I have a line that we can wrap up with. Um, Perfect. So one of the neighbors, he says, think you can run away from Christmas, huh? You can't run away from Ew. Christmas. It'll always get you. It really makes you think. It makes you think. It does make you think. Yeah, it's like, like, you can't run away from Christmas. It'll get you. <laughs> and it does. Beautiful work. In the and end, it does. It does. It does. Get the message of this movie is really that you can't run away from Christmas. Yeah. Which is, I think, a, a message we all need. Mm. Okay, well, on that beautiful note, um, I think we're going to take off. So yeah. thank you so much for listening. Um, if you have, if you own any of the rights to the material that we've just riffed on, yeah. please give it to us so yeah. that we can write this sequel. And if you're a producer, email us tiptopsandflipflops at gmail.com and say, we want to produce this movie. We want to give you a lot of money towards it. And um, I will reply within seconds. Uh, I, I mean, truly, you'll be like, oh, that can't be replied. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. Yeah. So fast. Yeah. And we will see you next week, right? Yeah. Nothing else to add here? No. Great. I'm good. Um, Okay, well, good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for tuning into Tip Tops and Flip Flops. You can follow us at Tip Tops Pod on TikTok, on Twitter, on Instagram. You can also email us tiptopsandflipflops at gmail.com. Email us if you want to produce the movie that we just described, because yes, we want it produced. We're ready to write it. We're here. We're ready. Also, email us if you have an actor that you want us to do next. And any requests that come in, we'll give you a little shout out. We will have a look at that actor just for you. Thank you for listening, as always, and we'll see you next week.